Hey podcast family and welcome back. Um, hopefully everyone's week is off to a good start. I've uh, got another uh, treat for you today. Um, we have an NFL running back uh, for the Houston Texans, Scott Phillips. And for the uh, Ole Miss faithful, a.k.a. Hottie Scotty. Uh, he earned that nickname while playing for Ole Miss as one of the top running backs in the SEC. Uh, so when I recorded this episode, we talked about the fact that he was an expected father. Uh, but over the last week, he is now a new father to a baby boy. So congratulations, Scotty, on that. Um, and thank you for coming on the show. I know it's the off season and there's many different things you could be doing, but I really appreciated you uh, spending some time to discuss your journey with us. Going from a high school athlete with no D1 offers uh, to the NFL and discussing your journey and the ups and downs of that path. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. All right, so welcome back to another episode of Time Out with the Sports Doctor. And tonight we have, you know, a professional athlete, Mr. Scotty Phillips. Now, is it Scotty or Scott? It's Scott, but I've been called Scotty my whole life. Right. I'm used to it. When I introduce myself, I say Scotty too, so. I hear you. I hear you. So we got, either one. All right. All right. So we got Scott Phillips, uh, a native of Ellisville, Mississippi, and current running back for the Houston Texans. So welcome to the podcast. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. So we, I believe we met probably your junior year in high school. Um, and, you know, I've been keeping track of your progress ever since. So really glad to be able to connect with you and share your story. Mm-hmm. All right. So first, let's talk about just kind of growing up in Mississippi as a kid and the role football played in your life. Just watching my brother play growing up and my dad showing his old tapes to me from him playing in Jones and uh, South, kind of fell in, fell in love with the game. Uh, I'd say basketball was my first love. I didn't start like really diving into football like hard until like my junior year of high school. But I didn't know how good I was really until my junior year. But growing up, uh, like I said, I just fell in love with the game. In my junior year, I started uh, getting better, like putting putting everything into it. And uh, I think it worked out well for my senior year. I mean, I got, I got recruited by a couple smaller schools coming out of high school, but in my head, I felt like I was uh, I was uh, the season I had. I felt like I, I was able to, to get a D one opportunity, but unfortunately, I didn't have one. So I chose the JUCO route, bet on myself. I feel like it worked out for me. Absolutely. That's a little bit of me growing up. So. Yeah, yeah. So you brought up basketball. So I saw this um, picture of an AAU basketball team. It was you, I believe, Bo mm-hmm. Pete Keys. Um, it was somebody yeah. else, but, you know, two or three NFL guys on this uh, AAU basketball team. So that kind of shows the importance or the role of being a good athlete and just a good football player or a good basketball player. Yeah, definitely. I mean, a lot of guys nowadays playing both sports. And, um, I know a couple guys that played both sports at Ole, well, two sports at Ole Miss, baseball and football. It's just the importance of being a good athlete, like you said, helps. It goes well to whatever you pursue down the road. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I played with. You said I played with Bo, Bo Pete, a couple other guys, some good athletes that I played with. I mean, yeah, uh, basketball was my first love. I played AAU. For like, well, I say about until well my sixth grade year until my junior year of high school. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. But you know, there's not too many five, what, five, eight players in the NFL in the yeah, NBA, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know I went last long. I just <laughs> I went to football. Yeah, so you love the game though. All right. So we uh, talked about uh, um high school. You mentioned not really getting started until your junior year. And then your junior year, you were kind of banged up a little bit. You know, but I had mm -hmm. the opportunity of seeing you um, you know, junior year, senior year. And but when you came back senior year, it was different. You were different. You know, you were kind of hampered uh, junior year and senior year. But kind of talk about the mindset change because I'm going to bring up a date and I'm going to see your reaction to it. But just kind of talk about the difference in your junior and senior year as far as when you started to figure out how good you could be. Yeah, I know my uh, my junior year, I was just still getting my feet wet. I mean, my uh, 10th grade year, I really didn't play, but like five games. So my junior year, I was still getting my feet wet. I mean, I played a little bit, was injured. I mean, I feel like, like when I say, I seen my team struggling when, when, when I wasn't out there, so I knew how good I was. Mm -hmm. Then going into that off season, I just uh, had a different mindset. I mean, I had a lot of people telling me that that I wouldn't make it, I wouldn't get any offers. So my, that uh, motivated me to just take that off season to get better. And I had that in my head the whole season. So that was just my outlook the whole season that year, gotcha. trying to get an offer. So tell me about, I'm gonna tell you this date and you tell me, give me a reaction to this date. October 2nd, 2015. Well, is that when I, uh signed to Ole Miss? No, no, no. So this sure. is, it's a Friday night. It's a okay. Friday night against a rival. One week prior to uh, this uh, date, you injured your knee. MCL sprain. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, you told me. <laughs> I think you told me that I shouldn't play that game. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I was like, man, I, I, I was hearing you, but I was like, man, I got to play this game. So I just, I just. I had already had it made up in mind. I was gonna play. I didn't care. Like I know you, you wanted. You had my best interest, but, but in my mind, I was like, man, I gotta play this game. It's a rivalry. I know my team need me. I want to beat beat them as well. So I just I already had it made up in my mind. I was gonna play. So. Right. So that was the game against West Jones, rival high school, one of the best defenses in the state. And tell us how you did with that MCL sprain. Oh, uh, I mean. Uh, my adrenaline was gone, so I really didn't feel anything. Like, I, mean, I think I had about four touchdowns that game. I think about four mistake. touchdowns, almost 300 yards rushing. And I was like, okay, he's different. He's different this year. Yeah. So, you know, and I think after that, it was no stopping you. I mean, it was – you were like on fire the rest of the year. And like you said, you had something to prove, which was really what pushed you um, through injuries, through being hurt, through being hampered to continue to, you know, progress. So. That date, I just want to see if it if it was something that you had kind of uh, penciled in your mind there. <laughs> oh no, but I remember that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so you mentioned um, kind of being a late bloomer and getting going the junior college route. Talk to us about choosing junior college and what opportunities that opens up for you. Uh, I think. Uh, I was play, placed in a good situation with Coach Buckley. I mean, he developed me as a player, as a man, I mean, in the classroom and on the field. I mean, I, I was uh, 
funny story. I was I was actually committed to uh, Southwest like up until the signing day, and uh, he called me. Uh, Coach Buckley had called me. We ended up talking, and I ended up flipping the day of signing day to Jones. But it all worked out. I mean, everything. We had just had a good system going. I mean, you see the guys that's going in there now, signing D1. Saw him going in chances to play on the NFL. So I was just in a good situation with Coach Buckley over there at Jones. Absolutely. So you're one of the top running backs uh, in the junior college ranks your first year and then had a second, you know, a strong second year as well. And you got how many offers did you get coming out of junior college? Uh, got a, a bunch. Uh, my first after my first year, I got a couple couple offers from schools like Miami, uh, Virginia Tech. Uh, I think yeah, Mississippi State came. They wanted me to come. Uh, I forgot. I know uh, I got a lot more. My after my second year, I decided to stay because I I really wanted to go to Ole Miss. I was waiting for that offer. Mm-hmm. So I got Ole Miss. I went to uh, LSU. They was talking about offering me. They never did. But Alabama, I got an interest from them. Got an offer from Colorado. Uh, let's see. It was a ton of schools, really. I mean, I was just surprised with yeah. how much interest I gained, really. Sure, sure. So how would you advise or what would you tell an athlete who's kind of sitting on that fence between, hey, I can go junior college versus I have the small school that I'm not really interested in that's already given me a four-year scholarship? I mean, it's really on them. I mean, like me, my mindset was I already knew that I, I could play on that level. That's what I had in my mind. Even if I could or I couldn't, but in my mind, like I knew I could. I just put everything into it, and I, I knew if I bet on myself, everything would work out, and it did. So my advice is just just bet on, don't be afraid to bet on yourself, I and mean, just just uh, work hard, and hard work pays off. And the way that I live right now, my uh, just everything that's happened to me in the past few years tells a tale of hard work. So absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So you you decided, like you said, to go to Ole Miss get to Ole Miss and, you know, get off to a hot start and have a great, uh, mm-hmm. what we call that, junior season. And then you had yeah. a, a, a coaching change, right? Mm-hmm. So you were getting fed a lot your junior season. What was it like trying to adjust again, you know, once you start to get into a groove to have to adjust to a coaching change again? I mean, it was difficult. I mean, I think I, I've been in, like, I'm still dealing with that now. I mean, last Last, what, three or four years I've been dealing with it, but it is difficult. I mean, just starting to get my feet wet in uh, Division One football. I mean, I had a good year. had a good thing going with uh, Coach Longo, the office coordinator, and uh, the, the head coach, Matt Luke. They had a good thing going. I mean, it is difficult. Somebody bringing in a new system. You got to learn new plays. But it was something I was used to, just coming from junior college, learning a new system. And then – like the following year, we got another offensive coordinator. So it was kind of something I'm used to. And I'm still dealing with it now. So, But it is difficult. I'll say that. You know, but when you look at college sports, especially college sports right now, I tell kids, you know, when you're picking a, a school because you're being recruited from someone, but what's the likelihood of them being there for four years with you? You know, in college sports, right. now, coaches are moving all over the place. And like you mentioned, even mm-hmm. from a coordinator standpoint, 
you're getting a new offensive coordinator every other year. So you got to be adaptable and you got to pick yeah. your school based off of, you know, sports, but also academics and what they can offer you. So, you know, I just want to yeah. bring that point up because like you mentioned, you went through coaching changes, but that's preparing you for what you're going through now as a professional still having those coaching changes. So, you know, what do you have, what do you have to say about that? Yeah, it definitely uh, prepared me um, for what I'm going through now. And being that I went through it, and just I was able to adapt. I'm one of the few, like some kids, like to you know go other places. I mean, I was able to stay around and just adapt to change. I mean, that's something that you you have to do. I mean, it's it, at this level and at the college level, it's going to happen. It happens like what you say, like every year almost. But you just got to be adaptable, be able to adapt to change. Right. So that's big. Sure. Sure. So coming out, did you get any offers to like the senior bowl or any other um, bowls? I know you got the offer, the combine offer. Yeah, I went to actually went to the uh, NFL PA collegiate bowl. So, yeah, in uh, California. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you had had the combine, which was huge for you. So tell us about kind of the mindset heading into the combine. And then your performance at the combine. Man, it's just another opportunity to showcase what I can do. I mean, I didn't really have much film at Ole Miss, so it was just another opportunity to show the uh, scouting, the scouts, and the coaches on the NFL level that what I can do. So that's what I had in my mind the whole time, going yeah. through that process. So I believe you were the strongest running back in the in, in the combine that year, as far as bench yeah, press. Yeah. Uh, yeah, bench press. Uh huh. Yeah, so that Maybe. was big, big for me. I already, I already, uh, I kind of knew going in that I was gonna have a, have at least like top two. So it was big to take that top spot. Right, right. And did they? Did you pick up momentum from the NFL uh, teams after the combine? Uh, I wouldn't say just momentum. I mean, it was kind of the same teams that were like hitting me up before the before the uh. The combine was hitting me up afterwards. So it wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was a big momentum shift. Sure, sure. So, you know, a lot of guys actually from this area right now had two guys from Laurel in the combine this year, which is almost unheard Mm -hmm. of from the same team, you know. And then you have another um, Jalen Thigpen coming out of Arkansas Pine Bluff playing in the HBCU Legacy Bowl. You have Keon Howard who is draft eligible as well and, you know, getting attention from the Canadian football league. Um, so to have all of that in one year, speak to what that means from Laurel and Ellisville, this area. I mean, it's big. I definitely been keeping up with those guys. I mean, it's big. I'm proud of them. I mean, to make it from little Jones County. Um, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, Never, like you said, we got two guys from the same team. I actually played against a couple of those guys you mentioned. Mm-hmm. It's just big, and I'm, I'm hoping that they get drafted and have successful careers. Absolutely. And what role, you know, do you feel now that you've been in the league now for a couple of years, being able to advise and mentor these guys? What role do you play, you know, as far as that and being able to help other guys coming along the way? I'm um, just, uh, with me just being here, I mean, being two years through the process and just going through what they're going through right now and just being somebody that they can lean on, just tell them what, what to expect. 
name is if they want want need any advice, I'm here to help. You know, I done been through it. I know what's what's ahead. So Yeah. So, you know, I mentioned before we started recording that the yeah. illusion of the NFL, you know, the NFL, we talk about it so much. And then as a little kid, as soon as you pick up the football, I want to play in the NFL, you know, and it's almost like as right. soon as you get there, you made it. Um and but when you make it you haven't really made it, right? So talk about kind of the process right. of staying on the team, working your way through the practice um, team and different things like that. How does that work? <sighs> I mean, it's, it's tough. I mean, I didn't, to be honest, I didn't think I was going to like even make the team my first year because I wasn't really getting any reps during practice my first year. I mean, because I was on like practice squad, and they really didn't – they don't really use those guys until after camp during practice. So so I really wouldn't get any reps. Then the last scrimmage of the uh, of camp, they said, we're going to give you a shot. And I, I went over – uh, when I got my opportunity, I made some plays, made some plays on special teams. And uh, in my meeting, I think a couple of days later, in my exit meeting, a couple of days later they said that, that little scrimmage helped me make the team. So it's hard. To, I'm, I'm uh, blessed to still be sticking around with this team. I see a lot of guys moving around each year, multiple teams each year. I'm just blessed to still be with the same the same team right now. So Right. So you're signed with the Houston Texans as a free agent coming out mm-hmm. of the draft, right? And then you've yeah. um, been on the practice squad some, but actually on the active roster as well. So what's your uh, goals mm-hmm. kind of going into this upcoming season? I mean, just to uh, on the first year, I just my goal was just making the team. The next year was being on the active roster. This year, I'm I'm trying to get uh move into the role of getting to rep on offense. That's my goal to just put myself in position to uh get reps on offense, to be seen, to to get film out there and just to succeed. So that's my goal this year. Absolutely, and kind of talk to us about the day to day grind of what it looks like, you know, in season for you. Uh, playing in the NFL. Uh, I say I say camp during camp. It's like it's tough. Like you there from like I say about seven to to seven for like two or three weeks. Then after after camp is really like really chill. Like we'll have one pad day, and then the other week we just shells or no pads walk through, and then. Uh, closer to the end of the week, like on Thursday, we we walk through, like I said, and then Friday, Friday we travel, Saturday we just chill, then we play Sunday. So that's about our day to day week. And then you have Mondays off. You have Mondays off. Mm, Monday off. Well, no, we no Monday we Monday we watch film. Tuesday we actually off. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, you know, the major grind, like you said, coming through camp. I remember we were supposed to have this interview this, you know, last year during camp. And you yeah, like, man. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sleep. <laughs> yeah, so it, it was, was a lot crazy, crazier yeah. than you thought. But yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. All right. So, you know, small town kid making it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure at one point you were saying, hey, if I can play for Ole Miss, you know, make it play for Ole Miss and do well. And then you make it to the NFL. But you know, what's your motivation to keep pushing? I mean, just just being an underdog, 
I come out of high school, I didn't have any offers. That was that was my motivation going through that process and just and going into JUCO. Just being in JUCO, I felt like I was I was one of the guys that posted these division one. That was my motivation in that in that uh process. Then 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 going into the draft, I didn't get drafted. Just had to sign an undrafted uh contract to Houston Texans. And just going into this year, nobody knowing who I am. That's my motivation. That's to create a name for myself. Absolutely, absolutely. And tell us about ACN. Is that the um, agency that you're with? Yeah, uh, they based out of Cincinnati, and uh, he he actually followed me my first my first year out of uh, Ole Miss. I think he hit me up for well, after my first game against Texas Tech. So I've been uh, in contact with him since then. So you mentioned that game against Texas Tech. That was huge. That was your first game at Ole Miss, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I didn't expect to have that type of game. Yeah, I think that was yeah, another 200-plus yeah. yard game. Mm-hmm, yep. Yeah. But you never know. You mentioned all these things. You know, you, you work to get to Ole Miss, and then, boom, first game of the year, 200-plus yards. You know, now you already got an agent looking at you. And you're in camp, and you're wondering, man, am I even going to make the team in the last practice? you know, you get your opportunity, you you have a good game. So that you stay ready so you don't have to get ready mentality is important when you're competing and you're literally competing every week to yeah. be on the roster, mm-hmm. you know. And I talked to Akeem Davis about the same thing. When you're towards the end of the roster, any little thing, they might need a punter this week and you got to get yeah. off the bus for a punter, you know. <laughs> not, right. that you, yeah. not that you're doing anything wrong, but it's about, Filling that fifty-three man roster, so yeah, yeah. In my mind, and my mind says you just got to make a play every day because they only remember, remember the last thing you did. If you ain't did them for a couple of days, I mean, they're gonna forget about you. So I That's try good. to make a play every day. That's a good mentality. So tell us about the agent, um, player agent role, and the player agent relationship. Talk to us about that, son. I mean, I try to keep it uh, on the own, try to like build a, well, we built like a good connection because we, we've been uh, talking since my first year at Ole Miss. I mean, during that time, we we sat down, talked, we built up a good relationship. I'll just, I'll just say my advice is just to pick somebody that, just don't pick somebody because you have to. Like, mm-hmm. Pick somebody that you're familiar with, build a relationship with them. So when it comes down to it, they'll have your best interest in mind. Right. Because the agent is the person that's truly your voice when it comes to speaking with the team. Yeah. yeah speaking with the coaches, mm-hmm. even, you know, for your health care, you know, many times in the NFL, your agent pretty much knows the doctors or whatever, you know, that you're going to yeah. be dealing with. So that level of trust is important because it's easy to get taken advantage of, you know, as a player, you're showing up to work, but you don't know all the other yeah. things that are going on behind you. So, yeah, that's very right, important. Yeah. And then, you know, timeout with the sports doctor, this is your final timeout. So small town kid, underdog, you know, not highly recruited, but still made it to the NFL. So what do you tell a kid who has dreams or aspirations of making it to the NFL? What advice do you have for them? I mean, just, just don't listen to what all the noise. Just, um, just focus on you. Put everything into it. If it's, if it's something you really want to pursue, just put everything into it. I mean. 
you fail, just just fail knowing that you put everything into it. And that's was my whole mindset. Was if I fail, then I'm gonna put everything into it, knowing that I gave it everything I got. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, man, I appreciate it. You know, I know it's busy times. Soon to be a father, so congratulations on that. You know, soon to be a appreciate husband. It. So, you know, I'm really proud of all the work you've done. You know, you come from a great family. I have the opportunity of working with your mom, working with your aunt. So. You know, I really appreciate all that you're doing as far as giving back to the community um, and best of luck moving forward in the future. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I'd like for everyone to thank you for all the support that you're giving this podcast. Um, If this podcast is adding you value, uh, please leave a five-star rating and review and give me feedback. You can go to my website at drderekthesportsdoctor.com. Um, On the website, you're able to give me verbal feedback or testimonials about how this show is impacting you um, via voicemail, or you could also uh, send a message. And if you're interested or know someone who might be interested in being a guest on this show, they can also fill out a form that says register as guest on the website, and we will contact you uh, to discuss it further. So thank you uh, for everyone who continues to support this podcast. Um, We are growing only because of your support. And as long as you will continue to support us, we will continue to give you episodes that hopefully will enhance your life. So have a good week and be blessed.